Hello and welcome to Soulful Valley, the podcast for people who want to improve their quality of life through caring about their mental, emotional and spiritual well-being. I'm your host, Katie Carey, and I will be sharing wisdom and ideas from myself and some expert authors, coaches and energy healers that could be just what you need to hear to transform your life today. so excited to announce that Soulful Valley is now a publishing house. Following my incredible journey with Intuitive, I was led to the opportunity to train as a publisher. My first project is a multi-author book called Evolving on Purpose, Mindful Ancestors Paving the Way for Future Generations. If you are a coach or healer and are serious about creating an impact and becoming more visible and would like to invest in this project, Becoming a best-selling author in the process. Send me an email to soulfulvalleypodcast at gmail.com and I'll send you an application link. We've already begun the journey. Our authors in the hub at the moment are writing their book bios. If you feel called to this amazing experience, get your application in as quickly as possible. And let's make your dreams a reality. Carly J is a mother to five, but more than that, she is embracing all parts of her wild, free, fun and adventurous spirit that has been squashed years ago. Carly J now uses her story and journey to be the permission slip for other mummers to move from the role to their truth. Carly J stands empowered for other mothers ready to take the journey back to themselves. Hello, Carly. Welcome to Soulful Valley. Hi, thank you for having me. It's great to have you here. Carly, you are one of Bridget's authors in the unconventional book called, I'll say F Motherhood on here, just in case we've got children listening. <laughs> but uh, would you like to tell us a bit about your story and how you've landed working with Bridget? Yes. Yeah, so as you say, I'm in the Unconventional Motherhood book, which is aptly named F Motherhood, um, which is just so me because I am the unconventional person who would drop the F-bombs a lot and have my two-year-old daughter already um, dropping them around me. So I I don't exactly um, censor myself. So that's a perfect way of being in this book. Um, I actually came to be in it, though, with a friend that we've got, me and Bridget, together, who was also in Intuitive, I think, uh, Sarah Beale. She oh, right, yeah. connected us and... Um, she saw that I had a lot of the same sort of mythology as she does with the unschooling and just totally different way of being a mother. Um, But the actual story that I go into speaks about how difficult I found motherhood even after having three kids. So looking at it from a different perspective of still being an old hand at motherhood, but feeling like I'm a failure still basically and really delves into that space that I was in at that time and how I came out of it. And I wonder does that ever go away because my children are adults now and I still look back at some things and think oh, I wish I was the person I am now then. <laughs> I, wish, 
<laughs> I wish I was this centred then. So we still hold on to some mum guilt, don't we? Even long afterwards. And our mothers are probably doing exactly the same thing. Yeah, I totally agree. Like I've been a mother all total for 10 years, accumulatively for a lot more than that if you individually break it down. But um, I, yeah, I see that everyone seems to have a bit of mum guilt no matter how many years practice we get at mumming. We always go, oh, if only I had have known that even two days ago, if I only I had have been this little bit better two days ago and two years ago and 10 years ago, like I look at my eldest and I'm like, oh my God, I am so sorry that I was the mother I was back then. So it's, yeah, it does, it never does go away. Um, but I think a lot of the time hearing other people's stories helps us feel less ashamed about what we're going through and more accepting of ourselves. And that's where this book really will bring forward that I feel for a lot of mothers because it's got a lot of other mothers as well as myself speaking about our guilt and our shame and how we released it, how we moved past it and bringing on a whole new perspective of what motherhood looks like instead of it being, you know, those picture perfect motherhood books, this is going to blow them out of the water because this is the complete opposite. It's real life. It's raw and it's authentic to what parenting really looks like. The truth about how difficult it really is. <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> and, and how it's probably difficult for everybody, but a lot of people don't talk about it and try to pretend they're something that they're not. Yeah, that's it. And it talks about like all of us, I think every single person writing in this book talk about how we've hidden something. But eventually we got to that point of just talking and going, here I am, like love me or leave me basically. And we can't change what's happened, can we? So to come to a place of being able to accept what what was and that whatever work we're doing on ourselves now, for me, I know that that even though I've left it quite late in life, what I have been doing is resulting in impacting my children and my mother because we're all growing yeah. together because of the types of conversations we have because I've done some, I've focused more on me instead of worrying about trying to fix everybody else. So eventually we'll all come up and raising consciousness together. So it doesn't matter where it started. And, and for me, I'm just grateful that my children hearing some wisdom from me in their 20s whereas I didn't hear any wisdom from anybody <laughs> <laughs> so at least um, at least they're getting some now <laughs> yeah and for me it's about breaking a like generational thing in my family line there's like you can see there's generations of pain and wounding and right now I'm stopping that even though I'm still in it myself I'm healing still I know my children will have that ability to heal so much quicker mm. and then by like I'm hoping by the time that their children come along it won't be this wounding it'll be a healing there'll be none of this pain that I know I've been holding on to and even like writing this book has been releasing so much and giving me more strength um, the actual writing process gave me the strength to see the toxicity when you were speaking about healing your mother for me it's actually given me the ability to release my mother from my life and actually feel okay about it finally like I've been holding for many years this connection to my mother which was really just draining me and so for me while I was writing this book I saw it for what it was because I was healing so much on the inside of myself 
I'm like, oh, wow, this is actually so draining. And I put it aside and realized from the time I started writing to now we've just, like, while we're recording this, we've just done the editing process. And it's just hit me how much I felt better without having this, like, thing in the back of my mind going, oh, she said this, she said that, she's done this, she's done that, talking about my own mother here. Mm. So actually releasing and going, okay, I'm okay with not having a relationship with her. Yes, I love her to bits. She's my mother. I will always love her. But I don't have to like her and I don't have to have that communication always. And setting a boundary for myself has been, like, amazing just by writing this simple little chapter. Yeah, that's amazing. <laughs> I um, I used to be, my relationship with my mother was quite difficult. And I used to be really resentful. I was holding on to a lot of stuff. And this was probably until about six or seven years ago when I trained in mindfulness. So we, we were always at loggerheads. We were always clashing with each other. But when I trained in mindfulness and did a few of the other things that I did, I changed how I showed up with her. And it didn't matter to me anymore whether she believed in what I believed in or that we had different opinions and, and that she'll never hear me. It doesn't it, I've, I've come to a point where it doesn't even matter anymore. So we can be quite pleasant together. And, and the conversations that we are having, because my children are talking the way I talk as well now, <laughs> she's hearing it from all angles. And of course, the grandchildren always get along better with the grandmother, because I was gotten better with my grandmother. So it, it's coming from all different angles. And so I think naturally she's starting to be a bit more positive than she used to be without me needing yeah. it to happen. It's, it's, it's great the way eventually, if it's supposed to work out, it will. And if it isn't, it, you know, it doesn't matter, does it? doesn't matter that's it and like right now I'm in a really good place with that mm -hmm. and for my kids like they didn't have a relationship with my mother due to the toxicity they didn't feel comfortable with my mother so at this point it's actually brought harmony back into my house on that level because there's not this drain there mm -hmm. and yes there may be a time that I speak to her again and that we have a connection again but for right now, it's so much better. And I hear about her from other people anyway, because we've still got connections. And they say that she's doing fine. Like she hasn't got any negativity there either. She seems to be doing a lot better without me and her clashing. Like we were clashing a lot. There was always a lot of snippiness from one side or the other. I'll admit my part. I'd get snappy back. It was a two-way street with us. So from us actually separating for this time, it actually seems to be healthier for all round. And as you say, if it's meant to be in the end, we will well, get yeah. back into, yeah, a relationship. It's and if it's like not, well, as well, isn't it? Because I was in a toxic relationship with my ex-husband. And in the end, and it didn't matter, we did love each other, but the stuff that was going on, it was never going to work out. So in the end, it's healthy for us both to go our separate ways regardless of what we felt for each other because sometimes it just doesn't doesn't work <laughs> it's just not yeah meant to be yeah and sometimes like it will hurt a lot and that's part of this journey that we go through a lot of the time we have to start with the hurt and then get to a place of acceptance eventually like it may take a while but eventually we get to this place of acceptance and in that acceptance you can either choose again to reconnect or to dismiss that and 
go about your way as you need to be. And yeah, at this point, I've come to that acceptance of, okay, there was that hurt, there was that pain, I've accepted it. And at the moment, I'm just going to keep on my path here. Yeah. I've been on a couple of your workshops that have been awesome. Do you want to explain to our listeners what it is that you do, as well as the writing? Yeah, so as well as the writing, which has been a new thing for me, I also um, am the founder of the Mama's Permission Movement, which in it monthly I hold a full moon, whole mama's ceremony, uh, which is all about cacao ceremony, togetherness, a meditation, and just a beautiful space for mums to join together like a village again where we get to talk. I think the last time that we got together we went through a burning ceremony as well which was bringing forward all those limiting beliefs and being able to remove them each month it's a little bit different depending on what the energies are around and what's going on for everybody else but in like I have the group which is run throughout the month where I bring forward bits of conversational questions and I'll bring forward value from my own life and as it's shifting and changing I'm bringing bringing forward more of looking at permission to receive as a mum because so many times as a mum we forget that we are allowed to receive and looking at that abundance and how to receive abundance in our life. So that's something that I'm bringing forward very shortly into it. And, yeah, I love bringing forward the full moon ceremonies because it's so it's that witchy woo-woo part of me that I love and adore the hippie side of me. And it's something that I started to do when I was feeling in my lowest. I found circles and getting together with other women and coming back to the flow of the full moon and the new moon. And that was something that reminded me of who I really was and who I really am now. So it's something that I love to present and gift to other like mum and, mums and women to yeah come back to a centered place and grounded place back to nature and i'm, I'm with you yeah. on the, with the moon because i um i started following yasmin boland just as we locked i think i was already following her but when when covid hit and we had our first lockdown in march 2020 i started going really focusing on the ceremonies with her and everything changed for me i think it was because i was so connected with the moon so I studied moonology with her because I loved it. So that's why I was quite uh, talk about that because it is so important that we get back to the nature of who we really are and how we connect with the moon, with, yeah. with the planet in general, because we don't, do we? we? We get so busy in our lives in the, in the doing all of the things that we forget that we, we are part of nature and we're quite magical. Yeah. <laughs> That, that is so true and that's why like one of the things that I do weekly and we as a family do actually is connect with nature. Like even today we're meant to be um, homebound and so we've taken that exercise to the mountains where we're in nature. We've got like um, Mount Tambourine which is one of our rainforesty areas over here in Australia and we go up there and we're like out in the nature in nature able to just walk and be and today's like been pouring down rain but we still found that space to connect again it's that grounding energy and really resetting because I know like 
quite often having five kids, homeschooling, the craziness of life, we get to that point where we're just snapping at each other. And one thing that you can guarantee in our world that sets us back to normal is us going out and finding somewhere that's got nature of some sort and just spending an hour out there. And then boom, arguments are done. We're just, we're reconnected again. And it's from doing that, reconnecting to nature. And then that puts us back in harmony with ourselves. That's beautiful. I'm asking um, guests on this series the question, what advice would you give to your 20-year-old self if you could go back and and say something to her now? Oh, that's a, that's a really good one. Hmm. I'm thinking about where I was at 20 years and I think the biggest advice that I could have given myself then, if I would have listened, would have been to keep on going and that I was, I am more powerful than I felt I was. And just, yeah, keep on going. You'll find your way. Just listen and ground back into yourself and that will lead you the way. Beautiful. Do you have a favourite podcast? Um. I actually love at the moment Russell Brand's podcast, which is, I forget what it's called. I forget what it's I just called. type in his name. I love that. <laughs> yeah, so I love Russell Brand's stuff, especially since he is the recovering addict and he speaks on that and uses that as his tools for life. I have that background of addiction and have been through in, in recovery for 11 years this year. And so for me, it's a like, seeing that and remembering what I was taught when I was going through that recovery process, it shows me, oh, yeah, that's right. I get to do this and I get to do that and really narrow, like, centres back in those teachings and wisdom. So, yeah. And if money was no object, what would you do? There's no object. I would live a very similar life to what I am now but pamper myself and my family more. Um, yeah, I'd still want to live in a house that was able to give me the space. I'd be in an acreage area where I could be able to grow my own stuff and I would be pampering myself, my family and taking, well, giving back with mother's retreats. That's one of the big things on my heart is to do mother's retreats and women's retreats for women men who don't usually look after themselves whether that be that they're from domestic violence backgrounds whether that be that they're just very exhausted being a mum so bringing them in and organizing them would be a big thing if I had no issue whatsoever with money and yeah just living life as free as possible I love that where can our listeners find you if they want to come and connect um, the easiest way to find me is on my website, which is carlyjwalters.com. On there, there's a few click, click, clicks, and you can find my Instagram, my Facebook, any other podcasts I've been on, can find information about the book and can find general information about what I do. And can you just let our listeners know as well when the book is available because you're launching it very soon, aren't you? And I think yes, everyone so it- should probably read this. Yeah, so it's available on the 23rd of July in Australian time. I think that means the 24th of July in the UK. 
But I know, yeah, definitely the 23rd of July, Australian time, 9 a.m. It will be out on Amazon digitally and ready for every mum, woman, even husband to read because it will give such an insight for them to onto what's on the minds of mums. Well. Yeah. And, and I'm sure if they go and look for you at your website, you'll have links to, to everywhere that the book's available anyway when it, when it launches. So yeah, as soon as it launches, they'll be up there too, yes. And I'll be sharing them as um, well. Amazing. <laughs> Thanks for coming in today, Carly. It's been lovely to connect with you. Yes, thank you for having me again and thank you for this beautiful conversation. Bye for now. Bye. So ask yourself... This for me, give yourself some memories. Learn to trust your intuition now. Thank you for listening to the Soulful Valley podcast. Hopefully, you will have heard something today that helps you feel a little lighter and more connected and aware of who you really are. My aim is to share love, light, and wisdom, raise consciousness, and ease suffering. If you've enjoyed the show, please subscribe, rate and review and let others know about this podcast if you think that it would help them in any way. You can find me at the Soulful Valley podcast page on Facebook. My website is soulfulvalley.com. You can also connect with me on Instagram at soulfulvalley.com.